of Jesus. A very wonderful morning to you. God bless you for joining. Now I want everybody to share the link. When you come, the first thing you are supposed to do after thanking God is to share the link to a brother, a sister. Let them join. Okay. Father, we give you glory for this morning. We honor and exalt you. You alone is God. Thank you, Father, for these wonderful people on this platform. Thank you for this beautiful family we have here. Father, we give you glory. We ask that today you show us your glory. Manifest yourself mightily in our lives. Let us see your mighty hand even in our life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Let all believers shout, Amen.
in the name of Jesus. Somebody begin to open your mouth and bless the name of the Lord for three minutes. Let's thank God. You can join me as we are praying. Rekete, <laughs> 
In the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. My Father, my Lord. Give me an encounter. In the mighty name of Jesus. Give me an encounter. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and fire prayer. Come on. Chile, 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 Chile,
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Somebody type glory. Welcome to Morning Tones 2024. 2024. Who is still fasting today? <laughs> Who is still fasting today? Beatrice, are you fasting? Mommy Harris is till 12. Oh, okay. Today will be my 40 days. Today will be my 40 days and I'm done. Yes, please don't be eating on. Don't be eating. Don't be eating too much. Because you just broke a fast in 30 days. Oh, clap for yourself. With the your boy and say, I'll cry. I'd rather the reward be my. Yeah. 
because one can't tell themselves so open fans be a me and a me mama fans interrade michelle men cast on my mama fans away michelle me and a me mama fans Okay. Why? Where from that noise? Yes, the phone actually was on. Help me build emptiness. Okay. Everybody share the link. Annie, the Lord bless you for joining. The month of February is our month of intimacy with God. And our previous meeting, I said intimacy with God is intimacy with the Spirit of God. Intimacy with the Spirit of God is intimacy with Jesus. Is it clear? Okay. Now, it is very, very important for every believer to understand the concept of intimacy. God expects that we all get intimate with him. There are many importance or there are many benefits that comes with intimacy with God. Now, when we read the book of Genesis chapter 3 verse 1, can we read together? The Bible says that now the serpent was more crafty, subtle, skilled in deceit than any living creature of the field which the Lord God had made. The first thing we must understand on this scripture is that the intelligence of the serpent is greater than any other animal. In the field. And the intelligence of the serpent is a wicked one. It's an evil one. Now, when you hear the word serpent in the Bible, it's a symbol for Satan. Papa Adam Fupa, you are welcome. I love you, sir. Lady Reverend, Mrs. Kwanza, you are welcome. You are welcome, men and women of God on this platform. Can we continue? Do you have your Bible? Yes. So the serpent was more crafty than any living creature of the field which the Lord God had made. 
So when it comes to the living creatures on the field, nobody can match the intelligence of the serpent. This is powerful. And the serpent, which is, the, which is Satan, said to the woman, who is this woman? We are talking about Eve. Can it really be that God has said, Can it really be that God has said, you shall not eat from any tree of the garden? Senior, Obia Musa question. Obia Musa Nasem. But the first thing Obia Oyan said, he started to ask questions. Remember, when Satan begins to ask questions, what Satan is trying to do is to cause you to disobey God. Is to cause you to see things in a negative way. Is somebody here with me? Somebody type intimacy. No. Why is it that Satan or the serpent didn't get close even to Adam, but was close to Eve, rather? Somebody say intimacy. When you give the enemy an opportunity, you are giving him the capacity to have influence over your identity. There is an identity that God has made concerning you. And your identity is truly founded in Christ alone. So as you stay and dwell in Jesus, your real or your true identity begins to show up. Is that here with me? Very, very important to know. Your true identity must be known through scriptures so when we look through the word of god it becomes like a mirror then we will live like the word and we will reflect like the word are you here with me so the serpent had an advantage over the lady because an intimacy was broken the first intimacy that was broken was an intimacy of marriage. And, and that, was, that was between Adam and Eve. These were people that were supposed to be together. Now, listen, when you read the scriptures, you know that Adam was not far from Eve. He was there, but was not that close in heart at that time. And I was playing. This is a serious thing, even in the Bible, where there was intimacy between Adam and Eve. But suddenly, it was left with Eve and another thing called serpent. So, an intimacy is broken with a man. An intimacy is created with a serpent. And that kind of intimacy brought the fall of man. 
it means that anybody you are fellowshipping with if they are messing up and you do not pray for them you do not secure them you do not deliver them when they fall you may also fall when your leader is leading and you are following and you are not praying for your leader to have good intimacy with the Holy Spirit and your leader fails there's a high probability that you will fail it is possible I following now we are going somewhere and the woman said to the serpent verse 2 we may eat fruit from the trees of the garden except the fruit from the tree which is in the middle of the garden god said you shall not eat from it nor touch it now listen the first statement in the book of genesis chapter 3 verse 1 was that now the serpent was more crafty in that is subtle skilled in deceit that is deception i've told you that the number one weapon or the greatest weapon of the enemy is deception to deceive he said the serpent was more crafty subtle skilled in deceit than any living creature of the field this is the first statement in the book of genesis chapter 3. so now the bible is now trying to tell us that this animal or this devil is so crafty he is skillful in what he do that is why he can deceive people so when you come here the first thing he also the second thing he uh, the first thing he asked the woman is that is it true or can it really be that god has said so the enemy doesn't have a concord foundation of what god has said but the enemy can have information based on what you give him now somebody needs to come alive at this time listen it means that sometimes the enemy try to sniff your life now when the enemy comes around your life he try to ask questions he will pose you with many questions now when you answer those questions then the enemy will have information and that information he will use against you when i was teaching about witchcraft i told you that witchcraft there are was it three things that they use i said they use clothes and they use information yes they use either your clothes or something that you wear and they use information so this is satan himself and he came he was asking questions can it really be that god has said so remember that satan doesn't have a full understanding as to where god wants you to be and what god wants to make your life but satan can also discern I said Satan can also discern. Can I shock you? The Bible says that the time came that the Philistines were fighting the people of Israel. Now follow me. I want you to understand intimacy from this standpoint. Now these people, when they were fighting, the first half of the battle has ended. Israel has lost a lot of men. 
a lot of men. They have lost a lot of men. Now, these people, in fact, when they saw the battle and the battle was heavy for them, the Bible says that they went even to the house of the prophet. And when they went to the house of the prophet, the thing that they took was the Ark of the Covenant. What was the Ark of the Covenant? The Ark of the Covenant was the intimate presence of God in the midst of his people. Now we will come there because today our focus will be on the tabernacles, which will teach us about intimacy with God. Somebody shout glory. Shout glory. Now, when they took the Ark of the Covenant, what happened was that they carried the Ark of the Covenant thinking that this is the very presence of God. I told you that the Ark of the Covenant on top of it is the mercy seat. On the mercy seat, you will see the cherubims and these cherubims, they are bowing together. And in the midst of the cherubims is what normally happens called the Shekinah glory. A, a light of fire that appears on top of the Ark of the Covenant, which is the mercy seat. So God's glory, God's power, God's mercy, God's grace was, and God's presence was all captured in the Ark of the Covenant. Now, all the tabernacle that was built, the most important thing was the Ark of the Covenant. It is the act of the covenant that brought the presence of God to the tabernacle. It is the act of the covenant that made the sanctuary a sanctuary unto the Lord. It is the act of the covenant that caused the sacrifices to be accepted. People of God, be very, 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 very attentive to these teachings. It is going to help you. Intimacy is one of the subjects people have not been dealing with. And people do not even understand and understand it well. But I want your attention to come alive. So when they brought this Ark of the Covenant to the place of battle, they scream, they shout. And the Bible says that these enemies called the Philistines, they perceive that these people have brought their God. They were not there, but they were able to perceive. It means that, listen, the enemy can discern. Now, that was what I wanted to explain. The enemy can discern. He also can also discern that certain things, certain things are happening. But they do not have a concord foundation. They do not have the, the full understanding of that what the Lord wants to do for you. And that is why the enemy cannot just attack you anyhow. They attack you with the information you give out. So be careful. Know how to close your mouth. People talk their, their life out of destiny. They took their breakthroughs out of their lives. They took their deliverance out of their lives because people love to talk. Mm. And God is so careful that he has laid life and death on the power of the tongue. So if you want to live, it comes by the words you say. If you want to die, it comes by the words you say. It is the word on your tongue that give life or give death. So every man is judged by their words. A man came to the king, David, and began to talk to David. That said, in fact, the king is dead. In fact, the guy was boasting, 
thinking that King Saul is an enemy to David, so David will be happy. Now, the guy didn't actually kill King Saul, but the guy boasted with words, telling King David that I killed him so that maybe David will be excited that his enemy is defeated. But David was so spiritual, having understanding that although this is a king, although the king is messing up, but I have no right to touch whom God has anointed. And this is, these are some of the mistakes of our generation where everybody can touch anybody when they are messing up. And when you are saying it, they will tell you all kinds of stories. They will use all kinds of scriptures to prove themselves. Hey, so are you not afraid? David had the opportunity to kill Saul, but he said, he will not touch whom God has anointed. Let God deal with that man. But for him, he will not touch him. Now, it is the word that the servant, the servant came and, and, and spoke to David that made David to kill the man. Your words will give you life. It is your word that will also kill you. Are you following? The same way, when the serpent entered the garden, he began, or it began to ask questions. The serpent didn't have full understanding about the very word that God gave to Adam and Eve. So the, the, the serpent had small knowledge about what God said. So he said, Can it really be that? Are you following? Can it really be that God has said? He's asking a question. You shall not eat from any tree of the garden. Then the woman was not discerning enough. The woman was not skillful enough. As a woman, she was supposed to draw closer to the husband. Now, this one, let me use it to speak to people. It also has a link in our time. Remember that in the house, God has made your husband the Lord. And until you see your husband as the Lord, your, your house will never come with joy. There will be no peace in the house. Every woman see your husband as your Lord. Lord is not just a spiritual term. Lord means master. It means that your husband is your boss. Am I talking to somebody? And if you're a man too, it, the fact that you are Lord doesn't mean that the woman is your servant. No. Servant in a wrong way. No. The woman is your help meet. He's supposed to, she's, she, she's supposed to help you. And the reason why God created the woman is because you are not enough. I just kick somebody's heart. <laughs> because you are not enough. So you need the woman. You are not enough. So God has to create something. Something that will make you have enough. So woman brings the fullness of what God wants to do in your life. Ah, somebody shall glory. So if you are in the house, understand that the man is your Lord. And the moment you begin to understand that the man is your Lord, 
there will be peace in the house. Now, when the woman was asked a question, can it really be that God has said, you shall not eat from any tree of the garden? The woman now was quick to answer. The Bible says that be slow in speech, but be quick to learn. As a woman, learn how to keep quiet. There are some wives that they talk too much. Even when their husbands are speaking, they will interfere with their husband's speech. Sometimes you put yourself in trouble. As a woman, respect when your husband is speaking. This is just by the way, I'm just adding. Sometimes don't talk until your husband even asks you to talk. In relationship, people also learn some of these things. People study women on, in relationship on these things. Sometimes when your husband is speaking, no. Allow your husband to finish. And even don't involve yourself in those conversations until your husband asks you to do so. These are ethics that every woman must learn. I hope I'm helping somebody this morning. If you didn't know now, you know. It doesn't matter what you know. Keep quiet. And sometimes there are some wives, they want their husbands to look bad in the face of people. So they try to prove their skill because they know more than their husbands. They want to prove you are not a wise woman. A wise woman, no matter what they know, they will call their husbands privately and tell them communicate to them because the husband is the lord if the master is glorified those under him will also be glorified that is a wise woman am i talking to somebody so every lady should learn this know your place know your position okay the woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees of the garden. Who gave the woman right to speak to the serpent? Now the instructions was given to Adam. It was given to Adam. So if an external force or if you, you have seen an external um, um, person entering into your garden to ask questions. You are not supposed to answer. You are supposed to draw that person to your Lord. So, now I want to give you one point here. The first thing that destroys intimacy is failing to recognize the Lordship. Of God over your life. The first thing that destroy intimacy is failing to recognize the Lord of your destiny. The Bible says that in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Now we have understanding if you fail to acknowledge God in anything that you will touch, anything that you will do, if you fail to acknowledge God 
in anything you want to do, anything you want to touch, the moment you fail to acknowledge God in it, God will separate himself. Listen, there's many of you, you don't have any intimacy with God concerning your job, your children, your family, because the introduction of that thing has nothing to do with God. You start a ministry, God has not sent you. You start a business. You didn't even ask God, even if it is a desire. You didn't pray as a believer. This is not intimacy. If you, let's, oh God, yeah, man, man. Let me show you a scripture here. Somebody shall glory. Are you learning this morning? The Bible says that in the book, Detroit, can somebody help me? 29 verse 29. Deuteronomy, let's dethrone our enemies. Deuteronomy 29, 29. Oh, nobody is helping me on that. Oh, Anama Fekalebo. Good. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever. That we may do all the works of this law. Please, the secret things belongs to who? It belongs to the Lord, God bless you. But the things revealed belongs to who? The things revealed belongs to us. So now know your place. The secret things of the Lord belong, uh, the secret things belongs to the Lord. And the things that are revealed, meaning the things that are not secret, belong to us. Now, I want to show you how intimacy is so powerful that what belongs to God can be revealed to you. And when that thing is revealed to you, it gives you an advantage on this earth. Somebody shall glory. Let's go to Psalm 25 verse 14. Psalm 25 verse 14. The Bible now made us understand that the secret things of the Lord belong to the Lord. The secret things belong to the Lord. And those that are revealed belong to us. But I will show you that the secret thing that belongs to God, it is also revealed to some, some people. Psalm 25 verse 14, God bless you. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. He didn't say it belongs to them. He said it is with them that fear him. And he will show them his covenant. It means that the covenant of God is not revealed to everyone. It is revealed to people that fear him. The condition for God to reveal his secret, his, his, his mindset, his covenant to you is the fear of God.
Now, what does it mean? Okay, let's read the Amplified. The secret of the wise counsel of the Lord is for those who fear him. This one, it doesn't belong to them. Because we read in Deuteronomy 29, 29, that the secret things belongs unto the Lord. So the, the source of secret things is that it belongs to God. And the things that are revealed belong to us. But this secret thing that only belongs to God, it can also be given or be revealed to those who fear him. What does it take for you to fear God? Intimacy. If you fear God, you will draw closer. Are you following what I'm teaching? So the secret of the wise counsel of the Lord is for those who fear him. And he will let them know his covenant and reveal to them through his word its deep inner meaning. So as a prophet will come on the platform and begin to prophesy. Because these things are revealed. The same way a necromancer can also prophesy. Because they are also intimate with their gods. They are intimate with that demonic spirit. So they begin to communicate deep things to them. Do you know why there are many rich people who they are rich because of maybe something that they are doing? Wrong. And sometimes, if you want to become rich, these people will not tell you. They will tell you, I used to sell tomatoes in the market. Wait. I'm not saying it can't be true. It can be true. Somebody will tell you, oh, I used to sell that chewing gum. There The biggest elephant in the world is... Then, 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 in 19, then, 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 then. Oh, your friend is a cry. Yes, that's... Somebody type intimacy. Alabastam. Alabastam. Now, some people will come. Oh, I used to sell alabastam. And when I was selling it, in fact, I, I, I gathered money. I invested the money in cola. And when I got more money, 
I started buying one iron rod and I started selling one iron rod. I started selling it. I get more money. I was selling a tons of iron rods and I was selling hey, three tons, 10 tons. Then I got to a certain point in life and I said that, oh, let me talk to these people. The Lord brought me somebody. It is true. It can happen like that. But most of them is sad things. They will not show you. They won't show you. Listen, there are secret things behind people's upliftment. Every kind of, of wealthiness or every kind of financial blessings, there is something behind. Either God or the devil. And there are secrets, but people will not share with you. Because their secret is their power. Their secret is what is making them great as you can see them. The secret things of the Lord. Are you following? So God began to reveal his secret to people who are close to him. Other version, instead, instead of using fear, he will use the word close. So there are people that are close to God. And that is intimacy. God begins to reveal his secret. That's why I tell people that you can have a father that is so anointed. But you are not close in heart. You are not close in spirit. You are not close in fellowship with your father. And because of that, you will miss a lot of things. And there are people that although they are far away, but they are close to their father. They are close that the secret things of the kingdom is shared with them. And these people are doing well. People are learning, you know. Sometimes people ask me questions that I say, wow, this person is very, very serious. Some people are ready. They, 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 they are hungry for the things of God. Many people are hungry for the things of God. Yes. Others are joking in life. They are jokers. All that they think is money, 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 money. Money is good. But if all that you think about is money, 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 you are messing up in life. Yes. If you have money, you can do a lot of things. But your mindset is supposed to, number one, be on God, kingdom. A denier of the lordship of Christ in your life will break intimacy. Now, who is lord over your life? The other day I said that there are laws and there are saviors. Some people see Jesus to be their savior but not their lord. So when they have issues, they will run to the Savior. Savior, save me, oh, save me. Hey, when troubles come upon your life, oh, 
But is he Lord over your destiny? I'm from mommy. I'm from man. I'm from man. I'm from man. I'm from man. Eradinami. Eradinami. Keke dinami. Falifiki nyami. Mamarino nyami. Estatechi nyami. Harriet nyami. Granny eni nyami. Ege afu nyami. Lucia menya nyami. Tilly nyami. Authentic nyami. Eradinami. Bro, bro, bro. Eradinami. Bro, bro, bro. Eradinami. Josephine nyami. Kisiwa nyami. Lady nyami. Lucy nyami, Mamarino nyami, Ani nyami, Ego Afu nyami, Eradi nyami, Yeah, bro, 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 Radi nyami, Wama me wo, Yeah, I'm from mano, I'm from mano, I'm from mano, I'm from mano, I'm from Obi Hey. People call for a savior who is not Lord over their destiny. They call for a Lord. They call for a savior who is not a Lord over your life. What intimate relationship do you have with God? A time will come, you will call on the name. Although the scripture says that when you call upon the name of the Lord, you will be saved. But a time will come, people will call the name and nothing will happen. Why is it that you have this sickness on your body? You have been calling the name Jesus, but nothing happened. Because you have no relationship with the name. You have nothing to do with the name. There is no lordship over your life. Now, this is what happened. Many people are not close to him. So the secret things of the Lord is not revealed to them. The mysteries, the revelation, and the mind of God concerning something is not revealed to them. So they keep praying. They keep doing things because they are in pain. But when they are delivered, they will leave God. There are some people, they are looking for only one testimony. If God give them that testimony, they will not come to this platform again. This is a hard saying, but I'll say it. I know. You see, Jesus could know the heart of the people. He didn't hide it. He said it. He said it. Sorry. He said it. He could know their heart. And sometimes he will rebook them. These people were sitting there. But Jesus could know their heart. Some of you, there is only one thing you are looking for. When they get it, now they may seem, oh no, we will continue fellowship. But I pray that it will not be anyone on this platform. Learn how to draw closer to God. Learn how. Be close to God. Be intimate with Him. The woman in the garden was supposed to know his level of intimacy with his husband, Adam. Because it is Adam who was the Lord of the garden. But the woman took the place of lordship and was not able to contend with the voice of the devil. Can I shock you? Now when you come to the New Testament, Jesus was carried to the mountains or to the wilderness to fast and to pray and to be tempted. Somebody is baptized 
And the first place he was led by the Spirit to go was led to be tempted. Of the devil. Now the same question. The same question that Satan asked the lady. The same question. That is why Jesus Christ because our babies are Mini mami, mini onya, mini obia. Akunamo, akunamo broa. Se mi koda, eye minkwa o minkwa. Se mi soria, eye minkwa o minkwa. Se mi didia, eye minkwa o minkwa. Se mi nantia, eye minkwa o minkwa. Akunamo broa, akunamo broa. Akunamo broa, akunamo broa. Mini eja, mini ena, mini obia. Eradi unkwa ni mido. Akunamo. Somebody shall glory. Are you learning? Yes. So Jesus came alone. This man came alone and he was tempted. Imagine if Alberta was with Jesus.
Can you hear me now? Yes. You didn't send gift. So now we have two hours. So the time is almost up. Must send a gift. Can you hear me? She said, call one week, but I'm going 14. I'm going 14, I'm going to three hours. She said, sorry, I'm not sorry. You don't have intimate relationship with God. Uh, Mama, I'm going to lose three hours. Pacho mini hakra mumra wati mumra 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 me bom pa yati. Okay, now are you ready? So Jesus was tempted with the same statement. The same statement too is not a new thing. If you are the son of God, then turn this stone into bread. What is he talking about food? Food. This was the same question. The same question that was asked. Can it really be that God has said you shall not eat? Eat, so he's talking about food. That is why, if you, you are here, you, are, you cannot fast. The devil can just mess you up easy. Your appetite must be worked on. The first thing you see, when God calls a man, eh, God, there are many tests that God put on that man. One of the tests that God tests his servant is the test of hunger. Yes, until you overcome your hunger, you are not ready for the work of God. Matthew chapter 4 verse 3. If you are the son, after fasting 40 days and 49, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Now remember, the devil didn't know that Jesus was the son of God. But he could sense that this is the son of God. I want to show you a mystery that you, are, you have been reading the scriptures, but you have not been seeing it. I told you earlier that the devil will come and sniff around your destiny. He doesn't have a concord understanding about who you are. But he will begin to ask questions. And when you answer those questions, it will now help him to know who you are. So that he can attack you. He asked the lady, can it really be that God has said, you shall not eat from any tree of the garden? And the woman also responds to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees of the garden except the fruit from the tree which is in the middle of the garden 
Now, the serpent asks a question. Can it really be that a bit of a basset? I'm making a kid at It's a bit of a basset. I'm coming with you. A bit of a basset. I'm in the crowd. I'm going to the crowd. I'm going now also John, also John, and you make crying, I'm a crime so when you are a one now come with some Be careful with the questions that devil throw at you. Not every question must be answered. <clears throat> Can it really be true? Can it really be that God has said you shall not eat from any tree of the garden? Can it be done that way? Now the devil was asking questions. In the book of Matthew chapter 4 verse 3, the Bible now says that then the devil came to him and said, if you are God's son or if you are the son of God, order these stones to turn into bread. Now let me show you the trick here and the revelation here. The first thing the devil wanted to know, there are two things. After he had gone without food for 40 days and 49, he became hungry. So the devil understood the hunger of Jesus. He didn't tempt him when he started the fasting. He tempted him when he ended the fasting. The devil will not tempt you once you are praying. He will tempt you once you are done praying. The devil will not tempt you when you are fasting. Although you, you may be tempted with the food in the fridge. But when you are done fasting, that is when your temptation will come. When we are done with 30 days, that is when your, your temptation will come. So be careful from today. You will be tempted to abort all the 30 days journey. But God will be on your side. After 30 days of your fasting, that is when you will begin to see. That is when you will begin to realize. That is when you will begin to see the things that you have been looking for in life. Some of them are from God, some of them are not from God, and all of them will align in your destiny. If you are not careful, you will choose those things even ahead of what God wants for your life. But may God help you to discern. So the first thing to know about this scripture is that the enemy understood the hunger of Jesus. So he came exactly after the 40 days. Mm. He saw that ah, this guy has been on this place fasting for all this while. 30 days, uh, 40 days, 49. So there is something strange about this guy. So the enemy was so much anxious of, that, of the guy. Because why is it that he's fasting? Why is it that he's not fasting in the city? But he's fasting in the wilderness. He's fasting in the mountains. Why? Like, like, then go into the man here fasting. Then, 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 
We are four for why slim. Then quarantine our night fasting or that's why. The enemy want to find out. He want to find out why you always pray. He will use men. Listen, oh, the, see, he is skillful. He will use men you believe. He will use men you trust. He will use men you obey. He will use men you respect. He will use men you honor. He will use men of grace stature to speak to you. A prophet was sent to a nation to declare a message of God. When the prophet went to that place, the Bible says that God instructed that young prophet not to eat. God instructed that young prophet not to eat. But this young prophet, after he was done, he saw a major or a senior old prophet. Who has expired? Nimrekum, and on a chessa omrebit mechum. He saw an old prophet, ah, Nimrekum, because no tenya mene, no teni pane. May God help you, say omrekum. Now, one quane was assisting in our bedina miachi. Ubetina sem, now omre inchum, away you should do. This prophet was an old prophet. Is somebody here with me? This prophet was an old prophet. He was what? An old prophet. But God instructed the guy, when you go there, please don't eat. The test for hunger. Now, when I'm dealing with this year, I'll be I'll be having time for ministers. I'll be having ministers' conference. I will teach you all of these things. God will test you with ladies. He will test you with money. He will test you with pride. He will test you. He will test you with hunger. He will test you with patience. He will test you with diligence. He will test you the test of consistency, one of the major tests. Are you learning? So now Jesus has been asked, if you are the son of God, turn this stone into bread. Now I said number one, it was the test of hunger. The enemy knew that now he has become weak. So if he causes him to turn the stone into bread, he will be moved to do that, that he will break his fasting. That is number one. Number two is the test of obedience. He wanted him to obey him because if Satan said do this and you do it, you have obeyed him and denied God. Your obedience to the voice of Satan is your disobedience to the voice of God. And your obedience to the voice of God is the disobedience of the voice of the devil. And whoever you obey becomes your master. Are you following? When you obey the devil, the devil will become your master. Because a servant obeys his master. So the second thing was that Satan wanted him to obey his voice. So that he will be like the woman. Do you know that Jesus was called the second Adam? 
And Adam in the garden was called the first Adam. Do you know that? If you know, type yes. If you don't know, type no. If you know, type yes. I want everybody to type. You know. Oh, Nana Kwame says no. Oh, you didn't know. Oh, okay. Jesus was the second Adam. So now you know. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. I think many people don't know, so let me prove it to them. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45 to 49. Can somebody help me right now? And so it is written. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. So the last Adam, who is that last Adam? And that is Jesus. Howbeit that was not first, which is spiritual, but that which is natural. And afterward, that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. So now you have the understanding. Jesus was the second Adam. Do you know that the first Adam was Lord? And the second Adam is also Lord. Okay. But there is a disposition of authority with the first Adam where the woman took the place of the man. How do I know that? When God entered the garden and began to ask questions, please, we are doing teaching, so understand this thing. He asked questions from his people, Adam and Eve. And they said that the woman you gave me, Adam was now blaming the woman. And anytime you blame anyone, that person has become your Lord. Because you are telling God, that person has power over you. That is why we have to learn to accept mistakes and handle it on our own. Otherwise, when we blame people for our mistakes, we make them Lord over our life. Why are you not rich? Is it not that my mother is poor, my father is poor? No! Why is nothing working for you? Is it not that they worship idols and, 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 and that we are suffering? No. Stop blaming people for your mistake. Be responsible. Are you following? We are still on intimacy. So the first Adam was dispositioned in terms of authority and lordship. And that was, that was the reason why they failed. The second Adam, Jesus, was not dispositioned. In fact, he was alone. He understood the consequences. If there is a lady, if, if there is a lady around, her, uh, around him. Okay. Now the tempter came to him and said, If you are the son of man, 
Now, watch this. The third thing Satan wanted to do was that Satan wanted to know if he is truly the son of God. <laughs> because he will know it when Jesus proved himself. If you are the son of God, then turn this stone into bread. The first one was to tempt him so that he will break his fasting. The second one was to tempt him so that he will obey him. The third one was to tempt him so that he will know that the thought in his mind is true, that he is the son of God. Do you know how I know this? After the death of Jesus, the Bible now says that if the prince of the world had known that this one was Jesus, they wouldn't have crucified him. Listen, if, if, if the enemy know that, that, that Jesus was the one, do you remember that Satan entered into Peter and tried to stop Jesus from dying? Because at that time, Satan began to discern. I said, he's not sure because he had no information, but he began to discern that, ah, this one, one day in your banana, and then you know, one day in your banana, and then you know. So he, that's why Jesus said, get deep behind this Satan because he was trying to stop him from dying. And that could have stopped our salvation. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 8. I'm giving you a lot of scriptures today, but I hope you are learning. Okay. Which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. None of the rulers of this age recognized and understood this wisdom. For if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Do you know that? So Satan didn't know that this one was the son of God. He had some... At least he had some information, but it was not accurate. I said, now, nah, Odyssey, and he said, oh, you know, and you know. So the test on the bread, that if you are the son of God, then turn this stone into bread, was a test to prove his identity. And this is one of the tests when it comes to ministers. Sometimes people are doing things, and because of the things they are doing, many people are following them. But it is their time to do those things. And it is not your time to do those things. Sometimes you'll be tested to prove yourself. Don't prove yourself. Proving yourself doesn't make you powerful. It is when God tells you to do something that makes you powerful. Many people want to prove God. But God has not sent you to prove him. He has sent you to manifest him, not to prove him. I am not go by. Are you having understanding now? This is a counsel, wise counsel. Number one was what? The test of hunger. Number two, the test of what? Obedience and disobedience. That can be concluded into the test of rebellion. Number three is the test of identity. He wanted to know whether he is truly the son of God. Now, when he eats, he has destroyed his fasting. 
Maybe God has not told him to break the fasting yet. Number two, when he eats, he has obeyed the devil. Which means God has now become an enemy or God, Satan has become a God to Jesus. Because who you obey becomes your master. Number three was the test of identity. If he obey, it means that he has revealed his identity that of course, I am the son of man. I am the son of God. That's what some people used to do. I'm a prophet. Oh, your name is this. Your name is this. That is not wisdom. That is not maturity. You have not grown. People will tell you, if, if, if truly you are a prophet, a guy told me, if truly you are a prophet, some time ago, again, if, if you're a prophet, if you're a man of God, me, I, I want you to say this. You are telling me what to say. No. Per my understanding, we tell people what they are supposed to do. And we tell people what they are supposed to know. Elijah told the prophets what they are supposed to do to prove his God. Elijah told them. They didn't tell him. This is wisdom. Receive it. You must take control. Because God has, has given you the, the dominion mandate. If you are the archbishop, he wants you to come to Nogopo to prove yourself. Prove yourself. Prove yourself. Then you to poor, you go. No. Mercy. <laughs> I hope you are blessed by today's message. Oh, thank you, Father of glory. Thank you, Jesus. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat from the trees of the garden, except the fruit from the tree which is in the middle of the garden. God said, You shall not eat from it, nor touch it, otherwise you will die. But the serpent said to the woman, You certainly will not die. For God knows that on the day you eat from it, your eyes will be opened. That is, you will have greater awareness and you will be like God, knowing the difference between good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was delightful to look at and the tree to be desired in order to make one wise and insightful, she took some of its fruit and ate it. And she also, now this is where the, 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 the key is. And she also gave some to her husband with her. So the husband was around, but was not connected in the heart. Husbands, when your wives are messing up, punish them. Don't beat them, but punish them. Rebook them. God has made you Lord. The same way wives, if you are prophetic and your husbands are messing up, Please, rebook them. At times, rebook them in, in, in a submissive way. You don't talk like a man, but in a submissive way. I see a chrome. I'm saying, Ah, Public pipe
<laughs> so if you're a wife and you are talking to your husband eh, you are rebooking your husband say it in a submissive way and in and in can the somebody shall glory and he ate then the eyes of the two of them were open that is the awareness increase and they knew that they were naked and they fastened thick leaves together and made themselves coverings and they heard the sound of the lord god walking in the garden the cool afternoon breeze of the day so the man and his wife hid and kept themselves hidden from the presence of the lord so now they are running from the presence of the lord god wants to dwell with man so every day god visits man but now they were running. Now this will lead me to the teachings of intimacy, to the core. What will draw you? Away from his presence is sin. What will draw you away from his presence is sin. Now when you are entangled with sin, intimacy cannot manifest. When you draw close to him, you cannot sin. In fact, you will not love to sin. In fact, sin will not be in you. You live in a pure life. Life of purity. There are some men that when you see them, you see that these people are filled with the glory of God. Filled with the presence of God. They are coming in the very presence of God. Intimacy. Hmm. But the Lord God called to Adam. Why did God call Adam and not Eve? Because Adam is the Lord of the house. And said to him, where are you, Lord of the house? He said, I heard the sound of you walking in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked. How can the sound walk? It is for another day. I will teach it. A sound was walking in the garden. Mm. I heard the sound of you walking in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid myself. God said, who told you that you were naked? Because this is another kind of information that is not normal to man. So who now gave you that knowledge to know that you are naked? God wants to also find out. Because you, as a man... How God created you, you are not supposed to know you are naked. So who told you that you are naked? God wants to find out. Who told you that you are naked? Now, this question does not dispute the omniscience of God. God is all-knowing. So when God asks questions, it doesn't mean that he doesn't know what happened. But sometimes God, want to, God asks questions to prove who we are and how we have come of age in him. Yes. So somebody, if God knows all things, how come that he asked them this question? So I have answered that. Who told you that you are naked? Have you eaten fruit from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? Because it is only that tree that will give you that knowledge that you are naked. So have you eaten that thing? Now remember, I want us to look through the scriptures. Genesis chapter 3, verse 11. God said, who told you that you were naked? Number two, have you eaten 
fruit from the tree of which I commanded. The underlined word is what? I want you to look through your, your, your Bible. Have you eaten from the, the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? I commanded who? You. Not you and Eve. Please watch that part very carefully. God said, who told you? The first thing is you. That you were naked. The second one is you. Have you? The third one is you. Eating from the tree of which I commanded you. The fourth one is you. Not to eat. So you could see that. That authority was given to man and not the woman. So if you do not take lordship serious. Now I'm not only speaking to men. I'm also speaking to you in the new dispensation. That you are supposed to know the lordship of Christ. In this dispensation, you are supposed to know the lordship of Christ. That what God has given to you, you have to understand your stand in the Lord. It shouldn't come from an external person to tell you what to do. Know the God you serve and serve him well. When God came to him, it was personal. Because God commanded the man, not the woman. Now, this is where I will end my teachings this morning. Your relationship, your intimacy with God is personal. Your intimacy with God is personal. And I pray for you. That having this understanding, no man will now tell you what you are supposed to do. For the Spirit of God will guide you to understand your relationship with God. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord increase you. May the Lord cause you to be intimate with him. At 5 p.m. we are coming. 5 p.m. don't be late. It's supernatural encounter. Prophetic teachings. Prayer. Prophetic healing. Everything some. Supernatural encounter. Everything will happen. 5 p.m. don't miss. God willing, tomorrow we will continue our teachings on intimacy with God. And I believe that today you people are blessed. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. <laughs> okay. If you are not born again, say this first after me. Say, Father Lord, I am a sinner. I repent of all my sins. Wash me and make me new. I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth that Jesus, you are my Lord, you are my Savior. I believe you died and you were raised for my redemption. I believe you are the Son of God. So help me, Lord, in Jesus' name. Congratulations. You are now born again. Follow the teachings of the Lord, renew your mind, and you will be blessed at all costs. Now, I also teach you about intimacy that comes through the sanctuary, the tabernacle. So don't miss these teachings in this month of intimacy. We will learn a lot. Every angle of intimacy will deal with it. And we will have proper understanding. Lord bless you and keep you. My name is Apollo George Mark Eagle. And Jesus is my boss. Remember, 
Jesus was tempted after the 40 days. You can be tempted after the 30 days. Keep yourself well. Love people. Forgive easily. Dwell in love. Live a life of worship. In Jesus' name. Amen. Granny, Annie, the Lord bless you. Granny, if you are new here, you just join us. The Lord bless you. We can't wait to see you again at 5 p.m. Man of God, Adam Fopa, Papa Adam Fopa, Nyamin I am back in town. I will visit one day. I'm coming to U.S. this year. Nyamin Until we meet at 5 p.m. for Supernatural Encounter. Bye-bye.